Welcome to the Sheffield Beer Week special edition of Beer Here Now, the official Thornbridge Brewery podcast. I'm James Marriott. Later on, I'll be joined by Adam, my co-presenter, plus Rebs and Chloe from Thornbridge to try out Crackendale and talk a bit about Sheffield Beer Week. First, though, we're chatting to some Thornbridge staff about what they love about the beer scene in Sheffield and what they're looking forward to over the course of Beer Week. Uh, We'll hear from James Buchanan, who's Export Manager soon. Uh, Also going to be chatting to Faye Parrish, who is the Operations Manager for the Thornbridge Taps. Uh, Also got Lucy Brooks lined up, who is the Sales and Marketing Coordinator at Thornbridge. First, though, Rebs and George have been finding out about a brand new brew for Sheffield Beer Week. So here we are today with George Timms, sales manager for Thornbridge Brewery, and he's going to be telling us a little bit about the beers that Thornbridge have got pouring at this weekend's Indie Beer Feast, kicking off Sheffield Beer Week, including a brand new beer from Thornbridge, if I'm right, George. You are indeed correct. So this one's slipped under the radar a little bit. Uh, we've been keeping uh, it close to our chest, but we're bringing a new cask beer called Astrid, which is a 3.8% juicy pale ale. Beautiful. Um, it's going to be on cask. It's going to be our only cask pouring for the weekend. Uh, so it's something we've been working on up at Thornbridge. Um, as a low ABV, as we know, it's just really on trend at the moment. And mm-hmm. people are loving to get all that flavour and at a lower alcohol percentage. I mean, Green Mountain's a great example. So this is, uh, yeah, 3.8%. It's going to be hopped with crystal and mosaic. It's going to be unfined, so it's going to be vegan friendly. So it's going to be naturally hazy, quite juicy, as we say in the name, but uh, should still kind of give you that kind of nice, light, pale ale flavour, under 4%, which makes it really sessionable. So we're really excited. Um, And then we're going to have a selection of kegs pouring over the weekend. So we're going to have a beer of the month called Bronx, which is 7.2% Irish American stout. So, you know, getting into gear for St. Patrick's Day. Uh, It's not a novelty beer, I will insist, but it is really, really kind of traditional like a higher ABV um, you know traditional start really we're going to have our Magic Rock collaboration called Yellow Moon which is a double IPA uh, we're going to have favourites such as Green Mountain and Lucas as well as uh, a bonus being Necessary Evil which is a 12% Imperial Stout uh, extremely small batch and is one of only 24 20 litre kegs so yeah we hope we got wow. a bit of a treat in store for you guys but I uh, hope we see some friendly faces over the weekend as well. And you're going to be there on Friday? Friday, drinking, not serving, so uh, <laughs> I'll be wearing my coat. Fantastic. Um, now, we also hear Burning Sky have been up at the brewery recently. Can you tell us a little bit more a little bit more about that? Yeah, so um, kind of in the in the preparation of Shepherd Beer Week, we were looking to do a collaboration with Burning Sky anyways. So they were one of the first people we confirmed to do an event at our pubs. They're in the beer dinner at the Stag's Head on the, uh, on the 17th. Uh, and we're brewing um, a 6.5% West Coast IPA called Flora, uh, which is obviously uh-huh. kind of familiar with you guys, named, not just named after Flora out of Thornbridge Hall Gardens, but it's a, you know, it's a great name for a beer anyway, and actually will have quite a lot of floral character from the hops. Um, so it will be, you know, not, not your kind of East Coast, Green Mountain, New England style beer. Mm-hmm. It will be a traditional kind of bitter, floral West Coast IPA. Um, it'll be ready and launching actually at the Stag on the 17th. We're really excited really? about it. Um, and it should be, you know, for all those kind of Bear State fans out there and mm-hmm. Jaipur fans, one that will really hit home. Um, and we'll be, you know, fairly limited. So if you see it, you know, obviously get up to the Stag on the 17th and then, you know, we'll look around our pubs from the you know, week after and hopefully get a chance to try it because, you know, I don't think it'll be around very long at all. Fantastic. Sounds great. And uh, I guess to finish off, is there anything you're looking forward to, Sheffield Beer Week? 
Uh, yeah, so I'm going to probably head down to the uh, Cutlery Works to go to the Booze Hound tasting event. Uh, unfortunately, I'm away on the Wednesday, so I'm missing uh, the more event. Uh, so I'm going to head down there for the bottle tasting and probably grab some food from, uh, uh, from Finn and Bone as well while I'm there. Fantastic. Sounds great. Well, enjoy, George. Thank you very much. Hello. We're here today with Lucy Brooks, sales Hello. and marketing coordinator. Hello, Lucy. How do you do? Very well, thank you. How are you? Very good, thank you very much. Good. So, as with the other interviews we've done for this episode, we're going to be talking a little bit about Sheffield Beer Week and uh, Sheffield beer scene in general. So, do you live in Sheffield, Lucy? I do indeed. Lovely. And do you know much about the Sheffield beer scene? Is there places you like to go? Yeah, I would say the main place is Kenham Island I'd like to go, but Mm -hmm. I do live on Aberdale Road now and slowly finding out there's with lots of more upcoming bars with more of the craft beer scene Great. on there as well. Great, lovely. It's good for me. Absolutely. Um, and Sheffield Beer Week itself, is there anything you're looking forward to? I'm actually looking forward to the Pub and Industrial Heritage Walk, um, which is on the Tuesday, the 12th of March. Um, mm-hmm. So it's actually a meeting at the uh, Millowner's Arms. Right, yeah. And it's doing, a, um, which is the gallery at the Kenham Island, um brewery it's a 1.2 mile walk around um Kenham Island which I love Kenham Island because it's all big industrial estate uh-huh. um really good bars so we're going to a few of the breweries around there as well uh-huh. and then um uh passing by the oldest um working brewery as well and then me finishing off at the Gardener's Rest excellent so it's kind of like a nice scenic industrial mm. walk around yeah. whilst drinking ending so. with a well-earned pint absolutely yeah fantastic Brilliant. Well, thank you for talking to us. No problem. Okay, so we're here today with Faye Parrish, Operations Manager for the Thornbridge Taps. We're at the Stag's Head just now, beautiful day outside, and we're going to talk a little bit to Faye about uh, the Sheffield beer scene and the upcoming Sheffield Beer Week. So, hi there, Faye. Hi. So, Sheffield beer scene to start off with, Faye. Obviously, you uh, used to run the, the Stag's Head, and you are now the Operations Manager for the Taps. What, how is it? Is it good? Is it great? It's What's great. Going on? Really good fun. Um, there's a real buy-in by locals in all of our kind of community pubs now um, to try something different. Look at some of the guest beers we've got. They get excited about new Thornbridge releases. Um, they're asking questions. So, um, yeah, it's a really exciting time to, to work in the pub trade. How long have you been in the trade for, Faye? Um, in Sheffield for five and a half years, um, but also in London. I came out of South East London. And how have you seen it change, would you say, over the last sort of five and a half years in Sheffield? It's definitely been a big shift towards keg. Um, and also, I was chatting to some friends about this the other day, um, a, a huge acceptance of unfined and unfiltered beers as well. People used to want a bright and clear pint, and now they're not worried that something's coming out a little bit different. Excellent. Anywhere particularly in Sheffield that you hang out when you're you're not at work? I'm a huge fan of the Chesterfield Road Run, so I really like Tramshed, The Sheaf and The Brothers Arms. White Lion's got some great, great guests on as well. Um, And then obviously at the Stag, when (laughs) I'm on my downtime, because I live very locally too. Obviously. So what about Sheffield Beer Week then? What are you looking forward to event-wise? Super excited about the Bermondsey and Beyond Tap takeover that they've got on at Walkley Beer Co. Um, I used to run pubs in South East London and as a huge fan of Colonel, um, I'm really looking forward to trying something else out of that area. 
Excellent. And what about uh, the, the taps themselves? Of, we know, obviously, they've got events on, and we're, we're in the stag at the moment, and the Burning Sky dinner, I believe, is on the Sunday. So can you tell us a bit about that? Sure. Um, it's a four-course menu, tasting menu, that's been paired with some quite niche and quite new um, Burning Sky beers. A great new small brewery um, with some really interesting beer styles. Um, Kuvi is one of them. Um, we've got Aurora. Uh, we've got a Saison de Peche coming up there as well. And Amazing. this is all paired with a really, because they're big on Saisons, on a really earthy, grassy, spring-like menu. So we've gone for lamb, we've gone for mussels, we've gone for mushrooms, all the things that taste best with that style of beer. Sounds stunning. Excellent. One to look forward to. Thank you very much, Faye. Okay, so we're here with James Buchanan, who is our export manager up at Thornbridge. Um, And we're just going to talk a little bit about Sheffield Beer Week and the kind of thing that's going on and what, James, you're looking forward to, really. So kick it off. What what are you looking forward to in Sheffield Beer Week? Um, I've been going every year, actually, to Sheffield Beer Week now. It's always fantastic. I mean, a great range of events, lots of fun beers to try. And as always, it's good fun to meet up with people, you know, I see a few times a year at different sort of weeks and events like this, uh, all the different people from different breweries. Excellent. Any particular breweries in Sheffield or, you know, brewers that you think are particularly strong or something that you're looking forward to checking out? Uh, Abbeydale Brewery in Sheffield, you know, they've got a great reputation. They've been there a long time and they make some fantastic beers too. They've recently been doing their funky projects with their... Uh, different sour beers which are always worthwhile checking out if you can as well so would you say you think that Sheffield's got quite a strong beer scene absolutely you know I'm from Sheffield myself so I'm biased but uh, I love it you go down to Kellam Island you go into town now uh, all over really you're always guaranteed somewhere I'll be able to get a good pint where would you say is your favorite place in Sheffield for a for a good pint outside of our pubs because that's <laughs> probably too biased uh, I'd go to the Sheffield tap and have a pint of Jaipur Excellent. Good good plan for getting the train. Um, and any particular events that you're looking forward to as part of Sheffield Beer Week? Uh, well, we've got Burning Sky, who makes some absolutely fantastic beers. They're coming to one of our pubs, which is handily just down the road from here at the Stag's Head as well. Um, and that will be a phenomenal evening. So definitely that one to check out. Excellent. Thank you very much. No problem. This is Beer Here Now, the official Thornbridge Brewery podcast. I'm James. And I'm Adam. And, uh, well, normally at this point we'd do something like trying out a beer and hearing a a bit about it, or something like the news. So what we've done uh, this month, to kind of celebrate it being Sheffield Beer Week, we want to do something a little bit different. So we're kind of rolling the whole thing together, and we can't just do that, the two of us. So we've pulled in a couple of very willing volunteers to uh, to join us for this bit. So from um, Thornbridge Brewery, we have uh, Rebs and we have Chloe. Hello. 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 And welcome to, um, I, I think... You've you've been on before a couple of times, Rebs. Maybe, maybe. Chloe, I think it's your first appearance on the podcast. It is my first appearance. Very excited. Excellent stuff. So um, we're going to chat to you in a couple of minutes just about what what you're kind of looking forward to for Sheffield Beer Week. Uh, we'll chat a bit later as well about the uh, variety of events that Thornbridge have got going on. Uh, but I noticed the fact that we're all sat here with an empty glass, and we need to resolve this. So um, it is it is beer time, and today we have. 
Crackendale. Now, I know we are going to chat a bit more about the, the beer in some depth a little bit later on, um, but as a general introduction, Crackendale is citra pale. It is indeed, yeah. Uh, and we're looking at five, is it 5.2? 5.2, He yeah. says looking at the bottle. Sessionable. <laughs> Very sessionable. Um, so um, let's all um, crack open our beers. I'll pass it. We have one bottle opener between the uh, the four of us and a lot of equipment. So uh, <laughs> spillage should be uh, avoided if possible. So I'll just uh, pass that on to uh, to Adam and then uh, we can kind of go around the, um, the table. So um, Reb's coming to you first. And um, what, uh, what do you love about the Sheffield beer scene? Sheffield Beer Week, great time for us to celebrate what's good about beer in Sheffield. So much to choose from as well. So much, so much to choose from. Um, well, I've only been in Sheffield for about a year and a half. Uh, in fact, probably less than that. And I came from Leeds, which, as, yep. as Sheffield does, also has a great beer scene. So um, I wasn't ever concerned about the you know missing out on anything because i knew that sheffield's got a reputation for having a great beer scene and to be fair where i am i live in crooks so i've got some great things going on around near me i've got the uh, the hallamshire uh, the clothes shop i've got walkley beer co um and more recently two sheds which has opened so just in my area alone there's some great stuff going on and then obviously you've got the thornbridge pubs you've got the stag's head the greystones um and then town itself as well i think we went for a, a staff night out was it christmas time um to kellam island and i'd not really kind of explored kellam island uh, before but it's definitely a place to go back to uh, to experience more of what they've got to offer down there yeah it's almost like you can't really do it in one night kellam island can you? <laughs> there's just so much there it would be like uh, kind of take a month of weekends to kind of yeah. get around um, everything and even then you're kind of barely scratching the surface um so what about sheffield beer week specifically what's kind of on your list the uh the bermondsey uh, takeover i think it is at walkley beer co mm-hmm. it's just around the corner from me and i'm a big fan i wanted to actually go and do the bermondsey beer mile when right. it sort of before it it became a a thing really quite a few years ago um and I didn't make it I I made it down to London got tonsillitis and (laughs) couldn't go on it because I couldn't couldn't even really swallow so that was a bit of a shame but you know I love I love the kernel um and I think they've got loads of stuff to offer and you you don't see them that regularly up here and there's some some breweries there that I think you don't see um as much and then we've got some great events obviously which we're going to talk about as well um, I think the big one for me is the Burning Sky Dinner at the Stag because it's just outstanding. The, you know, the food's outstanding. The beer, obviously, from Burning Sky is incredible. And again, not something that you see a great amount of up here. I'm I'm quite lucky that my family lives down in Brighton. So every time I go down, I kind of sneak off to my, <laughs> my sister's local <laughs> shop where they have Burning Sky in stock and get some <laughs> bottles in there. But uh, I'm really looking forward to that one as well. Okay, sounds good. Um, so, Chloe, um, what's kind of what do you love about the beer scene in Sheffield? Um, so, I've only got into beer relatively recently, sort of in the last three years. Um, the thing, it's kind of the variety. You can kind of go anywhere and know that there will be a good beer on the bar, which is great. Um, I live on Exel Road, sort of a similar area to Crooks, I guess, in terms of there's lots of different places you could go to, whether you want somewhere a bit more lively to have a nice drink or, you know, a nice snug in near a fireplace sort of thing, which is great. Um, and then you also, I'm in walking distance of town, so heading into, you know, the Rutland Arms or 
Shakespeare's or anything like that just means there's plenty going on for me, which is great. Yeah, it's, uh, variety is such a good word yeah. to describe it, isn't it? Because there's just like you can't if you like beer and you can't find something you like in Sheffield, there's something <laughs> wrong with you. Yeah, um, you should be concerned definitely. <laughs> so Sheffield Beer Week, um, have you kind of got your your sort of plan of action sorted yet? What's 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 on it? Do you know what? I wish I did. <laughs> I'm going to hopefully just end up in places that are serving some good beers. I think I've been focusing on the Thornbridge side of the events at the moment. So um, once I have some time. I will plan in some visits elsewhere, but um, sort of going off from what Rebs has said, uh, the Burning Sky event's going to be amazing. We look forward to that, but also look forward to the sort of the smaller ones we're doing. Of Wonder Beyond coming over from Manchester, the Greystones. Really look forward to that. We've had a great interest in that, so it'll be a really good night to head down to. Cool. Uh, we'll chat a bit more about um, those particular events in a little while. Um, let's talk beer first of all. Um, Adam, has uh, has Crackendale kind of passed your lips before? Yeah, it has, yeah. Um, it's been out a couple of years maybe, I think mm-hmm. now, yeah. Um, yeah, it's really, really, it's, it just tastes sessionable, even though a 5.2 is, <laughs> is that the new session? Yeah, it kind of is, isn't it now? Yeah. Yeah. It's deceptive. Um, I mean, probably before that, a similar beer, probably like Kipling, similar strength or mm-hmm. same strength. Yeah. Um, Slightly different hops, but um, the same kind of fruitiness you get from it. Um, yeah, it's really nice. Um, it's got to, I don't get, as, I don't get to drink it as much as, as much as I kind of want to really. Which is a bit on cask as well, which is a, is a nice, nice option. Four on cask since last year. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Well, where where did it? Crackendale seems to be a beer that just appeared out of nowhere. What were the origins of it? Uh, well, it's a single hop pale, so it's a single hop citra. And I think the brewers just wanted to do something. They've, the funnily enough, obviously you mentioned Kipling, which is also a single hot pail with uh, Nelson Sovin. Um, but this, they just wanted to bring out, I guess, the the massive sort of aroma and flavors that Citra as a hop can have, uh, you know, in a beer. Um, there's loads of kind of tropical notes to it: passion fruit, guava. Um, and it's it sort of really does kind of hit you straight out of the bottle or straight out of the pint. It's true, though, isn't it? That I think there's there's so many beers now that have, um, and and Adam, me and you had one uh, within the last couple of weeks that had about four or five different hops that all began with C in it. And oh yeah, like, <laughs> you know, there's so many things that are crammed into it that sometimes just having a single hop beer that doesn't try and have that that complexity that you can actually just enjoy a hop that you know you like and citra is um you know certainly in the last few years has become a really popular hop it's really kind of grown in terms of the number of brewers that are uh, are using it you kind of know the sort of flavor that you're going to get with the citra beer mm-hmm. um which means if you like it a single hop citra um a brew like this which is you know 5.2 as we say is pretty much sessionable now um it's it's you know spot on isn't it mm. yeah I mean, the feedback we got when we announced last year that it was it was sort of coming back onto onto cask as as part of our core range was just events. People went crazy for it, um, and and funnily enough, you know, the the beer festivals that we go to, the the requests that we get, and people come up and say, oh, "I love this" or "I love that." Generally, as a rule, Crackendale is up there, and and Kipling. So it's almost like letting that single hop shine in a beer yep. just really really works it, it complements a range of beers really well 
um, I think as well that uh, having those um, you know much more complex things and and, and obviously you know um, I'm, I'm I'm sure there'll be more news from from Thornbridge in the coming weeks and days about any uh, kind of new beer releases that are coming out that are maybe um, at the opposite end of the uh, opposite end of the scale that are a bit more complex with uh, maybe a bit stronger very um, possibly very possibly <laughs> um, but this just sits kind of nicely in that just dead simple dead drinkable um, mm. dead drinkable category are you uh, are you a fan Chloe? Yeah, I lo- this is the sort of beer I tend to choose when I'm at the pub or buying in. I quite like the refreshing fruity ones. Like I say, not too high a percentage, but I think 5.2 for a session is probably a max. Um, but yeah, I really enjoy it. It's one of my favourites, definitely. Brilliant. Okay, um, let's chat a bit about Thornbridge events then. So Sheffield Beer Week is uh, well, starting in the next few days. Tell us what you've got going on. So our first event is on the Tuesday of Sheffield Beer Week up at the Greystones. Got to go up that hill to get there, <laughs> which everyone sort of looks at me and thinks, oh, I don't want to do that. But it'll be totally worth it with the guys from Wonder Beyond up there. Um, quite a new brewery and, and people sort of getting excited over it, which is really great for us. Um, the team are coming over from there and they're doing a Meet the Brewer style event with some tasting um it's completely free so you know register your interest for that one um and then come try some interesting things yeah like a few tickets left which is great for yeah. us um so that'd be really exciting so then I mean, we're moving on it's been really popular um the wonder beyond I event imagine. and the wonder beyond guys are they're lovely we met them at indie man um and obviously their brewery's only been going since december 2017 so yeah. they are really fresh um they're very much at the, like the cool end of the yeah, spectrum as well at the moment, yeah. 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 really yeah. starting to make some waves aren't yeah. they yeah. One of the kind of the new the new school of the, the yeah. cool trendy hop forward beers I mean, not just hop forward but some really interesting some really interesting stuff that come, that come out o- so far octopod their yes. uh, <laughs> imperial mango milkshake ipa something mango like passion fruit yeah. something like that yeah so so we were just really impressed with the beers that they had and then we saw them again at dark city mm. Again, had some really good stuff. Tried the coconut crater that they had on, um, and they're just they're, they're lovely guys as well. Like guys, well, I say guys. There's a, there's a guy, there's a girl, there's another guy. Um, but yeah, there's really lovely team, and they're coming to Peak Ender yeah, as well. Say they're so they're going to they're gonna be our kind of new and upcoming brewery this year at Peak Ender. Um, so yeah, it's going to be great to have them on board. It's also worth pointing out that um, Wonder Beyond beers can be a little bit difficult to get hold of. So this is a real good yeah. opportunity yeah. to, um, I assume, try some stuff that you might not be able to get somewhere else in Sheffield without having to have a fist fight with someone. Yeah, <laughs> so, so there's um, limited stuff that they're bringing over for us, which is, you know, makes it even more special. Yeah, um, they don't brew too much at the moment because obviously they're still new, they're still um, trying things out. So we're very lucky to have eight different beers from them over the week up at the Greystones. Brilliant. I know you mentioned that walk up to the Greystones. <laughs> I would point out, um, having done it several times, I live quite close, but I live at the bottom of the uh, the hill. Uh, you will never have a more rewarding beer than the <laughs> first one that you have after that walk. I it's worth agree. it. Just so, yeah. particularly on a really sunny day where you're kind of covered in sweat. Adam's met me there before where I've kind of walked <laughs> up the hill and got there and been absolutely drenched um, and had a Florida vice when I got to the top yeah, of the I've hill. Got a and Ah. I've got a beautiful photo from just outside, <laughs> looking kind of back towards Sheffield. Sun, the view's great, beautiful red, it, yeah. uh, red kind of beer against a blue sky. It's yeah. A, yeah. Looks good, looks good. Um, so that's on the Tuesday. That sounds really exciting. Um, what else is going on? On the Wednesday, we are welcoming more beer to the Bath Hotel, so our city centre um, pub. Um, they're doing a Meet the Brewer 
um, event that night, but their beers will be on all week. Uh, we're excited to welcome them up. Um, the main theme of this event is cask versus keg versus can, which is quite exciting. Mm. The can is only a small element to it, but the cask and keg, they're bringing um, each beer in both styles, and we're encouraging people to kind of try both to see what they actually prefer, because there's so many times you, you might say you prefer keg or cask to what for certain beers, but actually you might prefer it if you try them against each other. So that'd be quite good. Um, again, that's one that's been really popular. Sort of, we're selling out of that as well. So register your interest for that. You know, don't miss out on an opportunity like this. That's great because it's not always that easy to do. I mean, Jaipur is probably an example of a beer that you might find in two different formats in a Thornbridge pub. Mm. Um, most beers, you not get the opportunity to try, certainly at the same time, fresh uh, yeah. cask and keg of the, the same beer. So you yeah. kind of racking your memory when you think oh i've had that i had that on cask six mm, months ago and yeah. it, i think it was nice i can't i can't remember so being able to actually do it i mean that's that's quite good fun isn't it, it cool, is, yeah. Actually, yeah. brill okay so that's on the wednesday um more beer by the way i think a, another example of a brewery that do they don't try and do anything too clever they just do good beer yeah. and they do it really yeah. well yeah definitely yeah. so that that'll be uh, yeah that'll be a really good event okay brill so that's on the wednesday and then we have got... Uh, we've got a Thornbridge tasting at Booze Hound at Cutlery Works down in Callum Island. Uh, it's quite a, not a last minute event, but it's <laughs> kind of pulled together because we sort of saw the demand. People actually want to try Thornbridge beers during mm. beer week, which is great. Uh, so Booze Hound has been doing really well. Yeah. Uh, cut, well Cutlery Works has been doing really yeah. well. You know, as a venue, it's it's only been there a few months, I think, yeah. and it's, it's just long. been absolutely smashing it. Um um, Booze Hound have had great success with our beers as well. They put in putting in big orders each week, which is absolutely brilliant to see that you know the people of Sheffield uh, are still loving Thornbridge, even if it's not necessarily in one of our taps. They're still drinking it in other places, um, and so we kind of thought we'd give something back. <laughs> um, so we're going to do a rare bottle tasting there. Okay. Um, so it is twenty pounds a head. Uh, £15 a head, pounds actually. Yeah. There you go, bargain. For six beers. Save <laughs> £5 immediately. <laughs> um, yeah, so £15 a head for six beers, yeah. pint of Lucas on arrival, yeah. and then we're doing a bottle tasting with uh, five of our rare uh, uh, barrel-aged beers. The <laughs> secret, secret. Uh, secret. Yeah. There's some things you probably haven't tried before yeah. in the list, so that's nice and exciting yeah. for you. Oh right, okay. I'm never if if it's something I've not tried before, that's never good because I'm like right, I'll fight people out of the way to, to get there and try. That's right. All you've got to do is buy your ticket. There's okay. no there's no need to fight. <laughs> no need to get your fisticuffs out. Just get on Eventbrite, get your tickets bought. Uh, but it should be really good, uh, really good event, and it's just such a nice venue as well, um, and a nice vibe that that place. So. Yeah, definitely. I was there on Friday night. Um, I know you've been a few times yep. as well, Adam. It's a, it is a great little place, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's really good. Yeah, I'll just go back to the, um, the rare beers. Mm. Anybody who's not probably had any of them, there's some really, really special things that Thornbridge do in their kind of barrel age thing mm. and stuff. And if, if it's not something that you've ever come across, or you know, been up to the brewery, maybe you, it's maybe it's a good opportunity to, to go down and mm. give it a try. Agree. Absolutely, Those, yeah. See lots of lots of barrels in lots of rooms at the brewery, and you think yeah. there's going to be something good in that. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, Brill. So um, yeah, where whereabouts are we in the week now? Uh, yeah. That's Thursday. So we don't have anything now until the Sunday, and that's the Burning Sky meal pairing. Wow, that Which makes up for not having anything until the Sunday. I know. Yeah, yeah. So We've done all right. Four yeah. four events out of seven days. Yeah, it's not bad at all. That. So you both mentioned this has been something you that you're really excited about. Tell us um, tell us more about it. Absolutely. Well, we are doing a four course menu. 
up at the Stag's Head and we are pairing the each course with the Burning Sky beers. Um, so you may or may not but know Burning Sky. They're uh, God, about a few years old now. Yeah. Um, based down in the Downs, uh, so way down south. And they're quite well known for their kind of... Um, sort of spontaneous fermented beers they're also very passionate about their ipas Mm -hmm. and they don't kind of you know they 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 get a beer style and they really commit to it and they make the best of that of that that they possibly can um so they've got some absolutely beautiful beers and they've got some absolutely outstanding beers um and i'm just i'm really excited about (laughs) it really the food is also awesome as well it's all uh all locally sourced stuff um, at the Stag. Menus online. Um, Which is an insane menu as well. Yeah. Just to <laughs> add, like, it looks... Incredible. Yeah, incredible. So, so yeah, so I think we're both we're both looking forward to that. Um, and they have got some... They've got some beers on cask, some beers on keg, but they've also got some... Some of the beers in bottle, some of the more kind of specialised stuff from Burning Sky, and you're only going to be able to get your hands on those if you sort of get your ticket for the the menu so whilst you will be able to pop up and have a pint of plateau or have a pint of aurora if you want your special stuff then the really kind of top end stuff that burning sky are doing is you need to get your tickets for for the four course menu for that we've talked about a few events there that are ticketed um i guess we should probably tell people how to go about getting those tickets Absolutely. Uh, They're all on Eventbrite. So if you check out the Sheffield Beer Week website, all of the events are on there and the links are all on there. Or you can have a look on our Facebook page, our Twitter page or Instagram. And all of the links are are through to the events on there as well. Brilliant. Well, thank you very much for joining us to tell us about the the events. It saves me and Adam rambling on as as we normally would do. (laughs) Uh, Adam, I'm going to come to you for final thoughts on Crackendale. Um, beautiful, really sessionable, really light and fruity. Um, it is with these lighter days coming 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 out now. It's just uh, it's making me kind of crave this kind of beer. So yeah, it's got a weird sort of spring taste to it, hasn't it? Which yeah. you, don't, you don't normally get beers that have a a spring taste. You think ports are obviously very wintry, mm. and then you know summer kind of IPAs and things like that, and and sours maybe. But this does have a spring yeah. feel. I was always like I said, I've always a massive fan of Kipling, and it's kind of on the same side of the fence mm. in terms yeah. of its flavour profile. So anything close to that for me is a is a winner. <laughs> Brilliant. Brilliant. Okay. Well, thank you very much for uh, for joining us. Uh, and all that remains for us to do is to say, have a tremendous Sheffield Beer Week. Thank you. Same to you guys. Thank you very much. We love to hear from you. Contact us on social media or through beerherenow.co.uk.